Uh, Radio 191 FM podcast. Uh, so it is time uh, for today's Side A with JBJ. Uh, so this is a feature where I'm just bringing in an album from home usually and playing all of one of the sides of it. Um, this week is a little bit different. I didn't bring anything in, but um, I think it was a little bit earlier this year. Um, well-known Dunedin musician, um, Mr. Chris Hazelwood, brought in um, a freshly made copy of the album which has been released, entitled The Celia Mancini Tapes. Um, now, I'm not really a New Zealand music historian, but um, even I know about King Loser, um, one of Celia Mancini's uh, many bands, um, formed up in Auckland, I'm pretty sure, um, that made quite an impact um, throughout the years, but very uh, much so in the 1990s. Um, so, Celia Mancini decided that um, she wanted to do a project where she would digitize and um, whittle down a track list and um, master and release an album of old historic tapes and four-track recordings and uh, old video footage uh, from her projects over the years. Um, she used to have a TV show on Triangle TV, um, and yeah, it's been in yeah countless, countless bands throughout the years. And so she uh, embarked on this project with um, a musician and um, archivist uh, based in Melbourne um, by the name of uh, Glenn uh, Brewer. And uh, they spent quite a while um, rounding up all the old recordings and uh, digitizing them. Um, and they formed a plan where um, Celia Mancini was going to move down to Dunedin and they were going to spend December 2017 um, mastering and uh, making the final track list, but um, sad news came in early September of last year when uh, Celia Mancini passed away at the age of 50. So Glenn sort of decided he had to go through with the project, but he didn't, didn't have much guidance um, from Celia as to which songs to use. So he did what he could probably consulted with um, other of her illustrious bandmates over the years, and um, yeah, this album is out now um, on Leap Decade Records. Um, I don't want to say too much. I'd rather go off the words of someone who knew Celia Mancini better. Um, so I just wanted to read a little um, piece written by uh, Alan Holt. Alan is... Um, someone who works in the New Zealand music industry. He used to work for um, Flying Nun Records, and he knew Celia quite well. Uh, so I'm just going to read part of this. It's not going to be 100% verbatim. I'm going to change some of the words so it doesn't sound like it refers to me where it refers to Alan Holt. But uh, just a little, um, little bit about Celia Mancini for those who did not get the chance to know her personally. So this is a piece on uh, the spinoff.co.nz written by Alan Holt. Uh, it says, Alan Holt remembers Celia Patel, known also as uh, Celia Pavlova or Celia Mancini of King Loser, who died in uh, early September 2017. It says, last night Alan learned that his friend Celia Patel had passed away. If you do not know Celia, she is best known as one of the driving forces behind the band King Loser. She was a force of nature, a unique human, and he thought he should mark the moment with some thoughts about her life. And this is a little bit that Celia uh, said in an 
long interview with Alan. She said, I'm a fifth generation Port Chalmers. Did you know that, Alan? I'm more Dunedin rock music. Leslie Paris turns out to be my second cousin. My grandmother's ashes are scattered in Atamoana. They come and they go. If you go to Port Chalmers Mariner's Museum, you've got all my family's names. My grandfather was a sea captain, looked like Popeye in World War II, went across the Atlantic going fuck yous and kicking ass. It had been a while since uh, Alan had seen Celia, and the interview was intense. She had a lot to say and would often veer off track to cover additional information that she wanted known. An answer to a question about the early Auckland music scene would also cover Celia's early love of heavy metal, the secret to why the Doors were a good band, and unprintable comments regarding people who will probably read this. Celia was a doer. She had an unrelenting creative drive and energy. As a child, Celia had been a champion skateboarder. Later on, she'd written for BFM's publications, the books of BIFIM, organized Vespa rallies, managed a psych metal band Into the Void, and had her own hugely entertaining TV show on Triangle TV called Slightly Delic. Playing music, however, was always Celia's main love and obsession. Alan had known Celia since the early 90s when she moved to Auckland and formed King Loser with Chris Hazelwood and Pat Fagan. Prior to King Loser, she had been in many bands, including Garage Psych Punkers' The Axle Grinders, her Terminals Associated Lounge Act, The After Dinnerments, and her metal band, The Stepford Five. By her count, she had been in 46 bands by 2016. Alan was at Flying Nun when they signed King Loser, and to be honest, they were by far the most difficult band they ever had on the roster. They were also an incredible band, one of the best bands ever. They had, an amaz they had amazing songs, charismatic as hell, and were snappy dressers. The thing about King Loser, specifically Celia and Chris, is that both had an unshakable belief in the power and importance of rock music. It is not a hobby or affectation. It is not a Kmart-purchased Ramones tee or an artfully ripped pair of jeans. It is everything. It is the world. It is something worth sacrificing friendships, job, money, and health for. They sacrificed all these things for their art. They swam into the darkness, dove headfirst into the abyss, and came out scared and battered. Or maybe it's scarred and battered. Probably scarred torn and frayed with some cool tunes and the knowledge that they had created things and gone places that were not ordinary. And if you had a chance to see King Loser, then you had a chance to, to touch upon the abyss and for a temporary time, share a moment unordinary too. R.I.P. Celia Patel. You will be missed. Uh, that was a little bit written by Alan Holt for the spinoff. So the songs we're going to hear on uh, side A or side one of the Celia Mancini tapes um, feature actually quite a few um, bandmates that are still around playing uh, here in Dunedin and around the country and around the world. Um, Nick Elborado, uh, Chris Hazelwood, of course, um, Matthew Hain, um, who else? Shane Carter, just to name a few. Uh, but the songs and associated bands we're going to hear are uh, Celia Mancini's Torpedo Wave, Celia Black and the After Dinner Mints, Sunny, Celia Mancini's Donnie, um, Celia Mancini's song The Yellow and Purple Dress, The Stepford Five with Stolen Heart, King Loser with Hammond Foo, and uh, finally Celia Mancini's new spy theme outro. So here we go. This is that.
And uh, that was today's Side A with JBJ, uh, the entire Side A of um, the posthumous release on uh, Leap Decade Records, uh, recordings of Celia Mancini's, uh, the Celia Mancini tapes. Uh, the songs we heard were uh, Celia Mancini's Torpedo Wave, Celia Black and the After Dinner Mints with Sunny, uh, that was a cover of a uh, Bobby Hebb song, Celia Mancini's Donnie, uh, Celia Mancini with the Yellow and Purple Dress, uh, the Stepford Five, which was her uh, all-girl uh, metal band, songs called Stolen Heart, uh, King Loser with Hammond Fu, of which she was a founding member, um, and finally, a uh, new spy theme outro. Um, all the songs recorded between sort of um, 1988 and um, 1998, uh, a lot written, uh, recorded by Celia Mancini herself on some four-track cassettes, but um, some other uh, friends and bandmates have done some of the recordings as well. Um, I think the vinyl's limited to something like 300 copies. Um, there might be a volume 2 coming out at some point, and apparently maybe also some uh, unreleased King Loser material might be released at some point as well. Um, but if you're interested in uh, Celia Mancini tapes, uh, I believe it's the, uh, is it the very first release on Leap Decade Records? It might be. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.